and welcome to Talking Trade. Good afternoon. I hope you're sat in your vans or your feet up having a one o'clock rest. That's what the, the uh, national time for tradespeople stopping is one o'clock. Um, now, today's show is all going to be driven by you, hopefully, because uh, we want to know what your funniest stories are, what your best stories are that you tell each other has happened to you on site. I'm John with Brad today. We'll say hello to him in a minute. And we've got um, a few guys out on site. But um, I want to know what the funniest things that have happened to you on site, because we've all got like cracker stories that um, we've all got that we love telling each other. I've got like two or three that I'll, I'll save up. I know uh, Brad's got a few. So just in the comments, just just write that, just put us in a story. It doesn't matter how long it is. It could be short, it could be long. Um, just let us know what the funniest thing ever has happened to you on site. And um, if you do comment, you will be in a chance, in for the chance, to win a on the tools hoodie, I don't really know why I'm holding it there because I've got one actually on. But if you want to win one of these hoodies, which go about 30 quid, um, we will pick a random comment. We've got something called a randomizer. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? And um, we will pick someone at random to, to win one of the hoodies. So what sort of things have happened to you? Have you sent an apprentice somewhere to do something stupid? Um, have you found something ridiculous in, in, in a house? Because I know that we find a lot of things. Try and keep it um, uh, PG if you can. Uh, what other things have you have, have you done? Have you, have you met some like really weird customers because there's those weirdos out there well, just what things have happened to you and comment in and um we'll, we'll read them out okay so today in, in the studio i'm joined by brad who's also a fellow electrician sort of an early electrician aren't you? electricians mate more electricians yeah. mate not qualified but you're but you're training you're training to yeah, do of course pay yeah, for yeah. me qualification myself and just carry on as you do without an apprenticeship oh, that's okay that's a good way of doing it how long is it taking you uh, I'm into about eight months at the moment. I've probably got about six months left on my portfolio, and then my AM2, and that should be it. Yeah, the old NVQ3 where you got to take yeah, photographs for you. You know it, literally. When I did mine, I had to take photographs with one of those wind on cameras and uh, cut them out. That's how old I am. Pretty stick them in. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so, whereabouts are you based? Who do you work for? Dar I'm based in Derbyshire and I work for Excel. Oh, uh, okay. Good company. Yeah, good. We do more uh, industrial than domestic, but yeah, okay. as much as any some, company. Uh, you've got some stories at your sleeve. What's happened to you? A couple of little bits from a previous company when I was apprentice, like. Okay. I had one of the ones that you mentioned a minute ago about... Uh, oh, well, we'll get on. No, don't give it away. Uh, we'll yeah, get on to it right. in a minute. we we'll get on to a minute. So we've, we've already had some comments come in, just to give you a sort of taster of what you can write in and what you can let us know. Just keep your comments coming in. Let us know your best stories, your go-to stories. Um, so let's have a look at some that have come in. The first one is um, quite interesting. This is like the world's worst sort of cards against humanity uh, game ever. Um, a blow-up doll that had been run over by a truck in Grimsby. That could only happen in Grimsby, couldn't it, Brad? Yeah, definitely. Got to be Grimsby, hasn't it? Is, uh, wonder what type of blow-up doll it is. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, saying nothing. It didn't say, did it? It could be a, a sheep or anything, but we must keep it PG. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that if you've been in Grimsby. Um, next one, you have to say this in... I'll put on my specialist Somerset accent in this. This has got to be a Somerset accent one. Old crusty knickers was taking carpets up in derelict houses. We've uh, never found any crusty knickers? Not as far as I can remember <laughs> at the moment, no. What, Bit of a strange what, what one. What sort of stuff have you found? More worse stuff, to be honest. Working in dives, to be fair. Finding needles and that type of stuff around. Needles? Yeah, not good. Needles and knickers. Needles hey. and knickers, the two ends. The joys. The jo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is in Derby. I am a Derby lad, sorry. <laughs> West Brom fan, though, from Derby. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Um, so yeah, needles and knickers. Uh, if you find anything worse than that, oh, Jack has found used condoms and a Kama Sutra book under a customer's bed. Nice. I wouldn't even know what the Kama nice. Sutra is. If you, is it some sort of book, isn't it, Brad? I might have some type of idea, but you said PG for Facebook, so I'm going <laughs> to tone it down a little bit. Have you um, ever ever had to use the Kama Sutra as a manual? I wouldn't need that. No, no, Andy. <laughs> I would need we'll that. cut that one there as Very well. Confident. If, you, if you've been a past partner of Brad's, do write in uh, and let us know if he if please he don't. Needs it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, our, and our last one: um, naked pictures of the customer. So, um, have you ever seen naked pictures of the customer? No, not personally. No, do you know what? I, I read a when we were doing a bit of research for this. I, I read an interesting fact that um, I don't know whether this fact's true or not, but fifty percent of tradespeople, now let us know if this is true because it'd be interesting to see. F apparently 50% of tradespeople have been propositioned in, in a house whilst working in in regards of payment. Um, now, I, now I've been a tradesperson so far, I'm, I'm not on oil painting, but that's never happened to me and I'm really annoyed about it. So has that ever happened to you, ever been propositioned anywhere? I did work in a psychiatric hospital once. Right. <laughs> and uh, I can remember changing a light fit in and it was in one of the rooms with one of the patients. And I just felt an ever so slight hand on my leg. But within seconds, I was out of that ladder and out of that room. Scared for my life, to be honest. Yeah. But it was in a, in a psychiatric ward in a, yeah. in a hospital. You don't tell too many people that story, do you? No. <laughs> so no, nothing to do with a customer, no, nothing like that. But, but that was good, that was a good yeah. Similar, I suppose. It's more it? than I've had. Oh. <laughs> well, I could imagine the statistic as well, because you hear a lot about girls like the blokes in work trousers. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear about the traders, yeah. These are the, these are the trousers. Uh, any ladies trousers. watching or any chaps watching, do you find these trousers um, beautiful to look at? Apparently, they're... Um, what have you got all over those trousers? They're filthy. Probably silicon or something. Oh, good, you got to have that one quite well. Now, um, we were talking about uh, the sex doll. The sex doll, we didn't get to what sort of sex doll it was. It reminds me of one of my go-to stories. I don't know whether this has happened to you. I was working in a house about six or seven years ago down in Bath. And um, uh, when, you, when you're testing electrics, you have to test every socket. Well, you know, you have to test every socket in the house. So I had to go around every single room, every bedroom, every, every place there's a socket and test it. And this one was a spare bedroom, and it had a like um, a single bed and it, uh, like, it was it piled quite high with mat you know, mattress covers and things. And um, as I was testing the socket, I sat, I sat down on the end of the bed, I think because my phone went off, I was going to look at the email and I sat down and I felt something dig into my bum. I thought, what the, what the hell's that? And I, and I, and I, I got in the corner of the, the blanket, the, the old cheat, and I pulled the corner blanket, sort of worried what I was going to find. And there was a foot. Right, oh, and the, no. the foot had lace socks on. So instantly, sort of like, for that moment, I thought I'd discovered a dead body. I thought I was in someone's house, I'd discovered a dead body. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to have murderous house. And these people were, like, in their 60s and 70s. It was a couple in their 60s and 70s. And I found this, this foot with this um, lace sock on, getting shivers, thinking about it again. And then, and, then I, and then I pulled it back a bit further, and then you could see it was an entire body. So I've realised by now that it's not a... Um, a dead body, but it actually was a full size, like oh. 10 grand sex, sex doll. 
and um, of course being the professional i am you have to try and get as many photographs as you, as you can before um the, the customer finds out but then you have to act all like nothing's happened yeah like you no know, like you didn't see you what you've seen just it. seen so then, so then i'm sort of texting people going, oh, you know what, what, what i find and uh, they're texting me back going oh, i want to photograph more photographs so i'm after to go upstairs whistling um pretending that i'm seeing a <laughs> But yeah, is a is um finding a full grown sex doll and then talking to the full grown sex doll, full blown sex doll, and then talking to the customers like you've never seen nothing is is, is a bit is a bit. Let's have let's have a look if you've uh, we've got some comments coming in apparently. Hopefully not from the owner of that sex doll. Uh, Michael says I'm a heating engineer, and whilst servicing a gas fire, a, a budgie <laughs> a budgie came out of his cage and disappeared at my vacuum cleaner pipe. Oh my god. That, that is, is brilliant, brilliant to be fair <laughs> love that one I mean, he's leaving us hanging though the next episode did the budgie survive was the um i take it the vacuum must have been oh jesus that must have been that was horrible wasn't i'm it? gonna take a guess at a no for oh, that yeah, to be honest <laughs> michael let us know did the budgie survive because um that, that is a that is a brilliant story any other comments guys any other uh, stories coming in uh, we found a barbecued rat in my customer's... <laughs> oh, barbecue rat in my customer's breaker. Yeah, we see that a lot, don't we? Um, mice and things. Always a bit, always makes you feel a bit eerie when you, when you, when you find things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mate. <laughs> when you found the doll. <laughs> oh, God, no. That's a plastering friend of mine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, lads. Keep your comments coming in. If you've got any funny stories, I'm still a bit traumatised by the um, budgie going up the... Um, Hoover, but um, Brad, what's anything that happened to you? What's your go-to story when you tell people about things happening? I've got, I've got one of being an apprentice at sixteen years old, fresh out of school. You know how it is. You don't know a lot at this point, and I've been sent to the wholesalers to go and fetch a long weight and a glass hammer. I knew I could already already see it coming. And at sixteen years old, I was like, yeah, all right, mate, no stress. And the company must have took every single apprentice that they had there because the people behind, they almost knew what was happening. I was asking them every 20 minutes, like, Is, have you got my bits yet, mate? And he'd be like, yeah, just five more minutes, mate. Just keep waiting. And yeah, they eventually came back for me anyway, but so that, three and a half hours later. That wasn't very long ago, though. You're, you're still quite young. I'm 24 now. 24, so... 16. It, so you never had a um, like a lesson before you went into an apprenticeship going, if anybody ever asks you to do these things, it's probably a joke. Yeah, no, and but funnily enough, uh, my granddad used to say it before he passed away. I've heard my granddad say the exact same thing before, but I was too young to understand what it was. So when it was my turn to go there, obviously. So you thought you thought a long wait was a long yeah. Wait. I, well, I would have thought a long-ish wait. Another good one, spirit level bubbles. Yeah, yeah. I did that one on our next apprentices after, but after I learnt my lesson the hard way anyway. Yeah. So you, so you were winding up your apprentices, you're getting into yeah, we, things? Yeah, we, we did. You know what it's like being the apprentice. The apprentice always gets it, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Any, any pranks that you uh, can think of that you've set them on? Um, one, this isn't me. This is actually my brother. He sent me one earlier, but uh, something to do with some uh, wood slats. An apprentice's head was there, and they, they've screwed up some wooden slats on the side of his head. <laughs> So he's sort of like, like this through the joist of a wall. Like, got a couple of good photos of that anyway, but... Oh, poor apprentices. Are you an apprentice that have had something pranked on you? Let us know if you're um, getting picked on. We get picked on apprentices. I bet there's plenty, isn't there? 
Yeah, yeah. Got got what well, I, I do wonder, we should run some sort of competition for what the best apprentice prank is ever. The classic long way. I mean, they've been about for years and stuff, but is there anything in the more modern day that is is trumping them? Let's have a look at um, let's have a look at some photographs that uh, we've been sent in by uh, different people. Uh, see what we think about that. Well, there's, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's like that's like something from the Flintstones, isn't it? Yeah, literally. I'm guessing they put it in there and then cut it after. It's like, like a children's children's get toys to do things like that. But um, that's a that's an expensive drill, isn't it? I wonder if it still works when they get that out. Yeah, well, if it's Makita. Well, it it's a Makita, yeah, but I'd be a bit happier if it were a Milwaukee I'd found in there. <laughs> Beggars can't oh, be choosers. The right? the they can't be choosers, though, can they? I would be, that'd be a good advert for Makita, actually, if they got that and it started working. But I guess all the, the concrete's got in. So don't don't bury your at all too much, but that is, a, that is a brilliant picture. Next up, we've... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that guy must do all the painting on the ceilings on site, wasn't he? That's like one of those... Uh, th those um, Things you see outside car dealerships, they're always on Family Guy. There's those men that have the wobbly arms. Like that. Yeah, definitely. But I'm guessing he's on a day rate, so that's why yeah, he's got the time to do that. Mm. <laughs> At least he's got high vis trousers on. Oh, that's oh, a good one. That's the the drunken digger there. Do you look like that on a Monday morning? Mm, sometimes, I won't lie. He must have had a heavy night there last night before, hasn't oh, he? We did there, heavy night there. Oh. Very good. Nice. What have you got next there, chaps? Oh, there we go. It's electrician versus carpenter, isn't it? Now, I've been looking at this photograph. I think what's happened there is that plug was there, and then the carpenter or someone put the wall in with a cutout around it, and then someone's gone, nope, and they filled, the, they filled it in there. What do you reckon? Disgusting. I'm saying nothing else. That would that would send me on a bit of a panic attack on site. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the problem is if you've got to get the socket off, isn't it? But I'm guessing that um, cut the wall out, wouldn't you? Yeah, but at least one socket works, I suppose. Right, well, let's 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 go over let's go over to uh, our next. We got one more, I think, in there. Oh, we got two more. We got two more. There's um, you can if you want some extra help, just go into the storeroom and there will be someone lying there that you've got to book out as a, a book out apprentice. Ever had a day like that where you're feeling a bit? I actually have on a hot pipe in a. A specific oh, hospital on a hot pipe in a specific uh, hospital once. In a hospital? Yes. Just, it's, it's yeah. getting worse. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not a good one. Uh, one final picture I think we've got there is um, oh. trying to see whether he's the guy putting the, the expanding foam in or he's that's his toolbox. So it looks like someone's filled his toolbox with expanding foam or he's doing it to someone else. I feel his pain. That is so what hard. His hands? So hard to get off your hands as well. Have you had spray foam on your hands before? Yeah, it's been picking it off three days after. Expanding foam. Right, let's look at some comments to see what um, stories you've been sending in. Michael, yes. Oh, no. No, Michael. Sadly, the budgie never made it. I stopped the Henry, ripped open the bag, but the budgie was dead. I'm depressed now, Michael. I blew over it, placed him back in his cage, and I never heard any more about it. Well, the blew over it. Was that like CPR for the budgie or um, you've just blown the test off? <laughs> that's, that's one of the best stories I've ever... That is brilliant. I love that. Um, but I can tell it still affects you now, Michael. Um, Sam says, a friend of ours was checking the plumbing in a house, went down to the cellar to check the gas, <laughs> found a jar of teeth. Oh. That's a funny Did he take the teeth? <laughs> yeah, did you take the teeth, Sam, or um, did you bite him into some... That's a funny place to keep teeth, isn't it? Hmm. Keep them coming in. Is, if there's anything else that you've uh, found on site or anything else like that, we got any more lined up? Are we? Uh, no, well, not for now. But keep them coming in. Let, nothing's going to top that budgie one, I don't think. But do 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 keep them coming. It's funny enough. I we I did have one story sent to me 
um, you know, when you read things and you, it, they they make you laugh out loud. This is this is from a from a bathroom fitter and in his story is he says a couple of years ago I did a bathroom remodel for an older couple, not the same ones I went to and anything. Uh, great customers are paying on time. After I completed the job, I got a call from the wife. I'm laughing because I know what's coming. And uh, she said, there's a huge problem and, and they need me to come over as soon as possible. I, th I thought that was odd that they wouldn't tell me what the problem was over the phone. So I scheduled to go there the next day. I arrived trying to anticipate what the problem could be because I thought I did a good job. I knocked on the door and the wife took me up to the bathroom. She pointed at the toilet and she said, look. And I said, yes, I can't see anything problem with that. And she said, the water in the toilet bowl is too high. And he says, I, I don't quite understand. And then she proceeded to say, well, when my husband sits down, his penis touches the water. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to laugh, but I could not help it. In near hysterics, I told her there was nothing that could be done um, outside of buying a specially designed toilet bowl. She said that she would just have to live with it. Actually, love that story. It's brilliant, isn't it? What a lucky chap. I know, yeah. What a lucky chap. Yeah. So we've got some other chaps um, out on site that we're going to talk to now. We've got some uh, stories for us. We're going to go to Aaron and Steve. And Aaron and Steve, there they are on their lunch break. How are you doing, my mates? Good, good man, good man. So tell us, tell us, um, tell us some things that have happened to you on site. What's 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 been going on out there? I think you're muted. The old Zoom thing of 2020. I think you've muted your camera or something, guys. There's Hello? the big hands coming. Can you hear us yeah. now? There we go. <laughs> Start again, chaps. Tell us, what's been, what, tell us what's made you laugh on site. Right, so I was doing a renovation in a house. Um, I was downstairs doing something else. I heard a load of banging upstairs, so I went to see what my mate was doing. And he'd been bashing and bashing this wall to bits. And I says, what are you doing? And he obliterated the wall, the electrics ranging off, everything. He bashed the switches, everything. And I just looked at him and thought, oh, whatever. And I says, watch them electrics, they're live. And he says, they're not live. I says, they are live because I ain't switched them off. And he says, no, they're definitely not live. And for some unknown reason, he touched the metal conduit with his nose to prove they were not live. At that point, the massive spark, his skin just peeled off his nose. <laughs> and for the, about the next three weeks, he had this line, where this perfect line where the conduit had gone straight down. <laughs> Literally, don't know why he did it, but that's how you test electrics, apparently. See if they're live. That is... Um, Our bathroom fitter might test electrics yeah. anyway, yeah. <laughs> and that's the first thing you teach you in college, isn't it, Brad? Uh, how to you, test things? Yeah, just... He will lick your finger. Lick your finger. Little nose on the end. Oh, touch yeah. your nose. I love that. I love that. What, what else have you got? What else has happened? Um, so when I first started working, um, I started working with my uncle, and we got sent to a job for a water leak under a bath that had the ceiling downstairs reboarded and plastered. So they'd put a screw through under, and it had gone through the water pipe under the bath. So we turned the stop tap off and we're greeted with a cup of tea. And we've gone upstairs and Milk says, right, cut the pipe and splice a new piece in. So I was like, right, okay, no problem. So I've cut the pipe and I'm like, and there's water gushing out of this. So have you drained down? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, well, it's coming out quick. And 
so I'm I'm trying to put my fingers over the end of it to stop the water from coming out, and it's just gushing out. And he's he's panicking, running all around, and I'm fighting with these pipes, and I just gave up. I just thought, well, it's going there, so I took my hands off of it. I've gone downstairs, and this customer was in a flowery like cooking apron with yellow marigolds on, stood on a chair with a mop, trying to mop this water up, script like in a high pitched voice. Well, I just burst out laughing. And this water's just gushing out. My uncle's running up and down the street trying, trying to find the stop tap to turn it off. This customer's going hysterical because this water's coming out. He's freshly plastered ceiling. I'm just trying to pick myself up off the floor. That sort of sounds like a scene from a Tom and Jerry cartoon, yeah, it doesn't it? It, <laughs> it was, honestly, it was priceless. When I came downstairs, I saw, saw, and he had these yellow marigolds on and this flowery apron with his mop. I just burst out laughing. I thought, what are you doing? I think he's dreamt it. I really do. I, I love how they were stood on a chair as if their feet weren't wet already. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think um, water, when you, when you, we, I think we've all probably hit water pipes and stuff. At the time, for us, I think it's the most stressful, the most stressful thing ever to hit like to hit a water pipe and the water starts spraying out. But to see someone else do it is one of the That'd funniest. That'd be amazing, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I was working in a, I worked in a prison once, not as an inmate, as an electrician, and um, one of my colleagues hit a, a water main going up through. Like it was, it was oh, massive, no. it was quite big. But it, it was so thick that the water was only dribbling out. And the prison plumber said, "Don't worry, I've got this. I'll sort this out." He said, I, I, "He goes, what I need to do is I need to cut into it and um, I, I'll, I'll replace it with some sort of coupler or something." So he went off. He goes, "I've turned it off. Everybody stand back." He was the big guy, you know. He goes, "Stand back, everyone. I know what I'm doing." And he had a a, a, like an angle grinder, a petrol cutter thing, and he starts cutting into this water main. And I've never oh, seen stop. pressure so much. It's so funny to I think about it now. That, that that water like sprayed out and it flooded the entire wing. They had to move all the prisoners away. But it's, it brings such glee to see someone else do a water pipe, especially with his confidence as well. Yeah, being as like, everyone stand back on the, on the man. <laughs> Brilliant. And he's 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 coming in water. Anything else happened to you guys? Anything else you got up your sleeves? Well, we're, we're talking about weird things that were found on site. So I was I was in Nottingham on a student property, and I was digging out uh, around the front of the front of the property, and I found what I can only describe was a rock, and it it was just a rock, <laughs> and the painter and decorator, because I picked this rock before, that's a, it looked a bit weird. And the painter and decorator, that's a meteorite, that is. I said, shut up. He says, no, no, it is, but we're not having it. I'll have it. So anyway, so I, I took this rock in me uh, in my van and went home. And it's getting towards the end of the job. And this painter and decorator goes, you still got that meteor, right? I said, what, that rock? And he says, yeah. Uh, and uh, I said, yeah, I've still got it. It's paperweight. It's on my desk at home. He says, I'll give you £100 for that meteor, right? I said, sold. I brought it the next day and he paid me £100 for a rock. Now, I'm not saying anything, but that painter and decorator was, they want the lights on, but nobody was in. <laughs> I read about him last week. He sold a, like a rock he found for 10 grand or something in the paper. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I do love stories like that. Anyone more to, to top us off? Anything there? I'd, um, I went to do this uh, heating job and 
my gaffer at the time says, she's a bit weird, this woman, so just be tread carefully around her. I says, all right then. So anyway, so I went to the job, met her. She seemed okay. She went off to work, knew exactly where I was putting the boiler and everything. Did the job. Job was fine. Everything went to all right. She came home, walked through the door. I'd just finished. Started screaming. Screaming, I mean screaming beyond. You've never heard screaming like it in your life. Well, I haven't, but that's a different story. Um, but it was like unbelievable. I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she was like, that there, that there. I said, it's the boiler. You took. That's where you wanted it put in. No, no, not the boiler. What's all that, that there? I said, where? And she says, underneath it, what are they? I says, they're pipes. And she says, well, they wasn't in the brochure. <laughs> That's brilliant. And she just, get out my ass, get out my ass. And I just had to go and let my gaffer sort it out. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I was laughing but crying at the same time. Was, I, I didn't know what to do. She was deadly serious. It's amazing, this. Not in the brochure. I love that. Guys, thank you so much for those stories. They're absolutely brilliant. Thanks ever so much for joining us. And then Cheers, lads. I think there's a decorator somewhere with a rock laughing his head off at you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, lads. Cheers, yeah. I love that. I just love that there's a decorator has got like a 20 grand meteor. Oh, yeah, that would be brilliant. I only thought it was worth 100 pounds. Um, there's a brilliant video that I want to show you that was on the, on the page this week. And uh, a couple of guys... Oh, sounds like the beginning of French Prince, eh? We're up to no good. Um, a couple of guys got a, got a skip and they, and they put it in the water. Have you seen it? They made, they made it, but let's have a look at it. It's absolutely big. See, that is almost unheard of. It's always a modern day skip. But that is modern day engineering for you. I love that. I think that is brilliant. Modern day boat building. I love it. I really do. I've been nodding. Brilliant. Thanks for sending that in, guys. I do love that video. Right, we've got we've got another storyteller now. But by the way, if you've got any stories, please put them in the comments. Some of the stuff you found on there on site, things that have happened to you, pranks that you've made apprentices go into. What is your go-to funny story that you tell people as a tradesperson that um that, that we, we can read out? <laughs> Nothing's gonna be that budget one. I do love that budget one. But we're gonna go to James now. He's in his van, he's got a story for us, I think. How you doing, mate? Is he just Muted. unmute yourself, mate? This is the saying of this year, it. isn't it? Unmute yourself. Yeah, you're in. You're in. How you, what are you up to? What do you do? Yes, brick, bricklaying. JDM brickwork. Yeah, I'm a bricklayer. Bricklaying, bricklaying. What's um? What, what's your go-to story, mate? What's your funny things? How many have you got for us? Um, 
just for a second, Mickey out myself, really. When I were an apprentice, uh, similar to Brad, as he was saying earlier, I were as green as the come. I got straight into it from school uh, without any background in construction. So I were proper, fresh off the block, didn't know anything. So I had all tricks done to me and everything like that. Um, but one one thing that does stick with me is not, it wasn't a specific prank that were done on, on to me. It was something that stupid that I did myself. So basically, when you set like a wide opening out, on the front or the back of an house for say some patio doors. Sometimes if the gobbler's still a bit wet and it needs to set right, you'll put a scaffold board along the top at about head height and weight down with some blocks to hold the block work in place. So the bricklayers that I were working with at the time had done that. And uh, they told me to go and load out on another plot. So I thought, okay, cool. So I've gone under this scaffold board, ducked to go under it, realised I've forgotten my Stanley knife to go and open the bands on the packs of bricks on the other plot. So I've ducked under to go, realised I've got my knife, turned round and forgot to duck as I've gone back into the plot and hit the scaffold board with my hard at. And the full front of them two pillars have just gone boot and smashed onto the plot. <laughs> oh, mate, but you were right, you never hit your head. I was all right. Yeah, luckily I had my hat on, so I, it was the app that, that pushed it, but... Um, at the time, it wasn't funny at all. I was pretty scared. <laughs> there were two grizzly, scary, big, hard-looking bricklayers, and I'm just 16-year-old me just thinking, oh, my God, what have I done? But, um, what was the repercussions of that? Did they stitch you up with anything for knocking over the brickwork? No, nah, they just were, were one that were really big, and then one that were like a short, Little, little, like a little meathead, but the big, the big guy, big ex rugby player, proper hardcore, just looked at me dead in eyes and says, The best thing you can do is run. <laughs> <laughs> and did you? <laughs> so run, I did. Which always sounds scarier than all the So, so you uh, going through um, your days on site there, mate. What else is what else? Whatever capers did you get up to? Um. All sorts. Now it's my turn to take Mickey out of apprentices. I've got an apprentice at the minute, uh, but he's he's it's it's not as fun because he's a bit clued up. Like he's got family in trade, so he knows a few tricks and stuff. But one of labourers that's been with us recently, we've managed to get in with a few bits. We've had him up up in site office for a long stand, and had him going for sky hooks and left-handed screwdrivers and what have you. It's absolutely it does it just don't get old seeing the reactions when they come back and they go you. You, you did this, you that, you <laughs> getting right, man. It's just me. It's just this. I was watching. Your, uh, I was watching. Uh... What's your What's your go to list of uh, apprentice pranks? I think we've all got a, a list of them each. Just for people watching that want to play a prank, or maybe apprentices watching that um, want to be prepared for them. What, 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 how, how many can you list of apprentice pranks? I hope there ain't many apprentices watching because it's. You've got to go through that. It's like a, it's like a process. Like when you're in army, it's part of selection going through that. Yeah. So I don't want to give too. Much, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you're one there with Scott. Is it Skyhooks, mate? Your go-to one? No, my go-to is a long stand. You can't go wrong with a long stand. Long stand. Oh, you know what? Yeah, long stand. Long wait is what we usually have. No, long long stand. I said um, we were in the footings and I had like I, I was walling some dumpies in the in the foundation 
and it, it was like a really a really long wall. It was about five meters long ish, like a side of a garage. And I says, "Oh, you know what? I need to get this this wall straight. I'm gonna need a long stand <laughs> to hold it in place." <laughs> it always works. Long stand, yeah, sound. Over two minutes. Have you have you ever found anything weird when you're when you're digging for footings and things? Um, no, Get I've got. Bodies. No, funnily, it's funny you should say that. Uh, there was a lad that worked with us last year. Um, this isn't a story that I have got personally, but this is the story that one of the lads told me. He were digging up. Um, he were in little mini digger, and he were digging some footings, and he actually did come across. What he, he felt something really hard that he thought was rock, so he's like, "What? What's what's that?" So he's jumped out because it were only a little little mini digger. So if you've ever driven one of them, you can feel everything that you that you touch or that you come across. So he's felt something that's rock hard. Got out to have a look at what it was, and uh, he thought it looked like bone. So he's got his shovel and he started digging. And uh, Sheldon, I'm going to actually tag Sheldon in this video afterwards because it's him that told me this story. Um, but yeah, he started digging and digging around it and it happened to be a skull and some other bits of skeletons. Um, so he told his gaffer, they phoned council, council came out to have a look and they were only digging up uh, about 100 yards away from an old graveyard that oh, had been God. like... Mate, honestly, the, this graveyard had been... Because uh, they get cleared after so many years, don't they? So it were a really old 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 graveyard and they must have missed a few bodies anyway the um council came out they had to shut all site down they had to notify everyone and everything and get it all cleared out before they carried on with job and they, must, they got a lot of compensation on that but he said it would have been scary that's been a bit scary wasn't it i thought he was going to say it's it was. like a family's dog or something that they're yeah, buried in the garden like a treasure chest it? Yeah. <laughs> it was gonna go as dark as a find a body oh, yeah <laughs> yeah literally a dead body Thanks for joining us, mate. I really appreciate those stories. Brilliant. You're cracking yeah, your day now. Sheldon will be able to confirm that as well in comments. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, James. Thanks a lot, mate. Yeah, man. Catch up later. Yes. Yes, mate. That's a Nottingham way. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Um, what have you got? Something, that's, that's, uh, what, uh, something you were telling me about? Uh, I've got one I can add on to James's. Go on. So one, also like James's, it's not actually my story. It's one that I've been told by my brother, but I'm not going to drop any names or for company reasons. Your companies, yeah. But uh, I know somebody who was at a distribution board switching off RCDs for testing. Where were they? Where, where? In a hospital. He was oh, testing right. things in a hospital. So he's switching off on this board, switching on and off. And they can't see anything like seem to be happening straight away. Not that the board wasn't labelled up with what it did. Well, not labelled up properly, of course, because yeah. obviously we'll see that a lot. We do. Well, I do anyway. So uh, it must have been the same scenario for my friends. So, uh, so he's going down through the board, switching something off. And it back switching on. on and off. And they left it for half hour, went for their lunch. And they they left it off? Well, no, they turned all back on as oh, it was, okay. went for their lunch because they thought they can't find it at the moment, so let's just see what we can happen, what can happen with this it. This is in a hospital, so... Next minute, they're getting a uh, phone call from the morgue saying that all the bodies downstairs are heating up and then dropping down in temperature. They're heating the bodies on and off, basically. They're turning them all on and off. Oh, no, that's not a great one. That... <sighs> oh, God. 
I've got a morgue story. Oh, here we um, go. Uh, no, this one, again, we won't say any company names, but my friends told me this story. This is my favourite. If anyone asks me a story about, um, do you know any funny trade stories? This is all my, go my favourite go-to one. That these, these, this, this team of people were working in a morgue. They were refurbishing it, so there, there wasn't any bodies or anything in there. Um, but one of them was a joker, was, was a prankster guy, and he really wanted to play a prank on someone else. And he said, and he was going to all the other bosses, going, "I really want to play a prank on Dave." Because I, I, I tell you what, put me in the freezer thing and I put a sheet over me, and when you pull the thing out, I'll jump up and go, "Ooh, like that!" And, he goes, <laughs> and all the other guys go, "Yeah, that'd be brilliant, that'd be brilliant." But this guy's always trying to play pranks on people. So he did it. So they, they got one of the things out. There's nobody in there at all because it's been refurbished. He lies on the, the the table and they put like a white sheet over him or a dust sheet or something, I think. And they put it back in and they close the door. So when he's 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 lying in that fridge, expecting the door to come open and, and uh, the, the, the guy to come and sh uh, shock him. But what he didn't know is that someone was playing a prank on him and they were on oh, the next no, level down. They put going. their hand up and tapped him on the shoulder. Oh. <laughs> and he, he sat up so fast, he smashed his head on the thing above and his, his, his head was all pleading. So the prank was actually on him. Oh, I love that. I'd love to Plus, see that. a change of events there. That was good. Eh? So if you've got any more stories, <laughs> um, do let us know. We've got, we've got a couple more comments to have a look at. Some uh, some stories come in. Uh, this is Karen. So uh, hi again. This is we we spoke to you last week, didn't we? Um, a mate of mine mistakenly walked into a knocking shop uh, mm -hmm. after being called out for a border breakdown. He was confronted by two hairy Dorises <laughs> in skimpy <laughs> nightwear attire. <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, and he had to go he had to use Google to translate. He was a customer. <laughs> Two hairy Dorises. That's not the lady that was in that touched on the leg, is it? <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> knocking shop, crikey! Never been in one of them. I don't even know what that is. Uh, one more, one more comment, one more story. Um, you found a hundred and eighty oh. grand in cash in an old lady's loft. I stopped work and rang her door. Hundred eighty grand cash to let her know that he won't be finishing the job because he's in a different country. <laughs> yeah, he's right into that from Portugal. Hundred eighty grand. That's amazing. That's like um, something from breaking bad isn't it so yeah, that'd be all right that's also some sort of drug dealer or something like that um well thank you very much for coming in and, in and sharing your story that's all right <laughs> really enjoyed it thank you for having Brilliant. me T tell us about, tell us about the top you're wearing and um to do with that oh, i'm also uh i design clothes as well and demon 13 is my brand you can follow it on uh instagram demon 13 uk uh, but what's the story about it <laughs> well it's, it's all a I was born on friday the 13th the brand is all about mental health once i get to a stage where it's doing all right and I can do it properly. I want to be donating so much money to mental health charities. But you've done it a percentage already. I'd like yeah, to, yeah. little bits at the moment. Yeah. And then the next things that will be coming like t-shirts with whales, with like plastic in their stomachs. I'd like to personally go and clean so many bottles off the beaches or cool. out of the seas for it. So it's for mental health charities, it's something you were struggling with, so you decided to yeah, do something Yeah, exactly about it. that, literally. It was exactly that. So uh, if any traders are looking at the moment, I'll give any trade a 10% discount. Oh, well, I, I, it's turning into QVC. Product placement. Or if, um, they're all looking for jobs in morgues now after our, oh. our stories. Anyway, uh, so thank you very much for your comments coming in. We've got one more thing to do, which is reveal the winner of this week's hoodie. We've put them through a randomizer, and the person this week that has won the hoodie is... Roll. Michael Jones, a.k.a. Budgie Man! <laughs> That's deserved, really, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. Wow.
all that therapy that Michael's had over the years for killing that pussy. God for Lord. He's got a, he's got a so Michael, um, when you get a chance, just just message the page. Just let us know your details, your size and stuff, and your, your address. And we will send that to you and um, some Hoover, more Hoover bags, maybe. <laughs> no feathers in. Thanks so much for joining us. Brad, thank you so much for coming Here along. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you to the guys that are out on site to join us for your funny stories. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again in two weeks' time. Cheerio! Cheerio!